Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. These two games tell you anything about this team? That we're trending in the right direction. Um, and, you know, especially at this time of the season, just trying to find the way to be the best version of ourselves going into the playoffs. I think, if, you know, watching us now, we play with a, a lot more passion um, and we just seem like we're having a lot more fun. Obviously, when you win it, you tend to, you know, play with, you know, a little more enthused and smile and laugh and things like that. It wasn't happening too often beginning of the season. So defense and everybody being locked in, just having fun. You know, this is basketball at the end of the day, and it's supposed to be a lot of fun. And, you know, we've been having a lot of fun lately. All right, another episode of the Cosby Street Podcast. Packed house. We all back together. What's going on, everybody? Joel Pavone's here. Sean Ducha. Hey. I am Joseph Pavone. Celtics still winning games over here. Man, what a performance against the Memphis Grizzlies on TNT nonetheless. Arguably their best game of the season. Uh, Jason Tatum outshowing John Morant. Come on, man. That, that was an incredible moment for not only Jason Tatum, but for the Celtics team, the birthday boy, if you will. Guys, what, what do we got here, man? I'm just opening the floor with that. Let's go. Let's. It's been a while. Yo, How are we doing? This dude turning 19 for, like, what, the fifth year in a row? <laughs> oh, here we go. Just dropping dropping <laughs> 37. Like, yo, he oh, he nearly doubled his age in points. Something's Twitter was dropping that so much that if you're if you from nowhere around Boston, you wouldn't get it. You're like, dude, he's not 19. Why did he keep saying that? Like, are these people stupid? <laughs> and it was all night, too. All night. The, the joke continued. I love that Marcus Smart posted that, uh, hey, happy 30th birthday. Not all right, you old man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, even Donovan, even Donovan Mitchell got in on the fun. He was like, yo, I've been 19, son. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yo, I, you, know, you know what, though? The stars aligning for that game, just like Jason Tatum's birthday. The And Sway shit on me last time we talked about this, but I said John Moran should be getting some MVP votes, but. Now he should be. This is before the fifth. Like, like Joel says all the time. As soon as we record a podcast, yeah, some crazy something shit wild day, happens man. the next day. That's yeah. exactly what happens. But right. uh, the hottest thing in the league comes into Boston. You know, you just come. You, Jalen Brown's down. It's the first game without Jalen Brown, and then like it really cements to me that like as a, a like as like a Celtics fan, and even as a Celtics like it's a franchise, like. We have the best building block in the NBA outside of maybe Luka Doncic. Like, you have the best building block in the NBA to build around. And it's just like it cemented my belief that I've been preaching for years on this podcast that Jason Tatum's, you know, I don't know if he's top five yet, but he'll be there. He'll be in top top five NBA player, you know, in the next – Two years, and and right now he's definitely he's definitely flirting with you know, I don't know, maybe maybe all in greatness, 
team. They can say it. Just say greatness. He's flirting with greatness. Yeah. No, he's flirting with greatness. Like, yeah, he is. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be modest to not say like MVP. Yeah, yeah. I see you. I can tell too. You're like, yeah. I don't want to go too crazy. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. going to say something to you. You know, I'm going to correct you. To be honest, I, I mentioned it. I mentioned it last episode, and I know Joel, you were down in Roatan, you know, swimming with the Barracudas and shit. But oh man, we gotta get stories on my man. Ah uh, yes. But last episode, swimming with the Barracudas. I told Sway, I said, if the get close to the one seed, then Jason Tatum is an MVP candidate, and they're heading that way. And if he keeps playing the way he's playing. And that statement matchup against John Moran where he said, hey, I'm going to go for 37 real points. You can go 0 for 5 and 0 for, you know, <laughs> real points. and get 38 points and, and lose. <laughs> I'm going for 37 real ones. Though. Yeah, you know? but what made it so special was that he dropped 21 in that fourth quarter. Like 21 of those 37 yeah. points, Jason Tatum did that. Yeah, like, like, you know, that slow start in the, in the first half, he had 10 points by halftime, completely different. Different approach, and it wasn't like he was he was bad in the first half. Yeah, he was just warming up, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like there's something about this team recently that as soon as they they get into halftime, whether they're winning or losing, and it's just like, all right, guys, it's time to turn the fucking you know turn on the Jets real quick because you know third quarter this is our quarter, and they just come right. out, right? Just come out and just you know do do the damn thing, and it's always within the first like like two or three minutes of the third quarter when you know, all right, something's they're gonna take control of this game, right? And then it's just a matter of maintaining that and just playing the that. That hard nosed defense that we've been seeing over the past, like you know, like two months now. So, um, I mean, with, when it comes to Jason Tatum, the best part I, f- I feel like with, uh, during the stretch about Jason Tatum is all the fucking dunks. You know, what I mean, like whether he's yeah. going downhill or whether he's getting fed an alley oop. Yo, that alley oop from fucking uh, Al Horford. He, uh-huh. he grabbed the rebound, went, only went coast to coast, and then just laid it up yeah. perfectly for for Jason to uh, to to slam it home. It's like. Downhill Tatum is the best Tatum. And, and, and the defense propels that, right? Like, exactly. Like that's, exactly. What's been, and, that's what's been so great. And also, you know, you're talking about the third quarter too, but also the first quarters, right? Like the yeah. way they're getting out of teams. Yeah. Like they made the Grizzlies so uncomfortable that first half. I mean, John Moran combined with, 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 with Desmond Bain, a combination that's been stellar the last, you know, throughout this, this, this run that they had going into Boston. Like they were cold. They were ice cold. You know, they were, yeah. they were rattled. They were, you know, the, uh, granted, they were still in the game. It wasn't like the Celtics had a huge lead on them, but all that I felt like was was significant when you look at the way things carried over into the second half. Yeah, the yeah. pace, the pace. They, the Celtics determined yeah, the pace exactly. of that game because right. that's their that's the Grizzlies' bread and butter, just going out and just running the hell out of out of teams and 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 whatever gym that they're in. But what else? What I also found interesting, especially in the last two games, is overcoming some crazy shit happening in the, early in the first quarter. You know, Jalen Brown going down against the Hawks. And they're going down by 17, but then they, you know, got their shit together in the second half and took care of business. Against Memphis, right? Not not a huge loss. Uh, Ime's got to, like, you know, shuffle some things around off the bench, but poor Neesmith, you know, rolls his ankle real bad in the first, like, you know, first first few minutes of the first quarter. And and, and immediately you got, you know, Derek White and, and, and Marcus Smart just playing that, that backcourt defense. And yeah, just, I love that combination. Yeah, I love it. That combination is ridiculous. And the fact that they held, uh, you know, jaw to eight point in the first half, it's just, it's, it's, right. it speaks volumes from that, that from a, from a standpoint that if this team is healthy, if this team is healthy, that's the number one thing they always bring up when they, when people ask, oh, what's the, what's, what's been like the difference in this over, you know, the stretch here. And it's always like health, health. If this health, team is yeah. healthy defensively, no one can touch this team in the East right now. I'm saying yeah, it right now. It feels ridiculous to say Jaw had like a quiet 38 because it was it took him a lot of shots to get there, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like you don't get this type of performance from so I mean, you don't get this kind of win if if you don't have Tatum going toe to toe with that. And and look, the fact that Marcus Smart, in my opinion, probably had one of his better games, if not his best game of the season, like this this momentum that he's been on right now, like this is altogether his best season, the best season of his career. Yeah, in my, yeah, in my of opinion. course, of course. Like, yeah. It's not even close. Yeah, it's close. And saying, yeah. the the way that they've been empowering each other and, and the momentum, like like you said, Joel, like coming out of halftime, and, you know, clearly buying into Ime, Ime Udoga being named the Eastern Conference Coach of the, uh, of the Month, like like all that. I just feel like it's just coming together perfectly for them to not only believe in each other, but just believe in like, man, we can do this. We can go head to head with anybody and shit. If Brooklyn's gonna come to Boston, then bring it. Welcome back, Kyrie. Let's do it. Like all of that is relevant, man. I'm telling you, man. This is a recipe 
for one heck of a run, I believe. Like, and whether it, you know, whether it ends in the Eastern Conference Finals or whatever, like, it's just going to be a crazy ride. So, that's all I'm going to say right now. I'll, say right I'll now. add a, ca- a caveat <laughs> to that, Sway. I'll add, I'll add to that point. Right now, the way things are, are shaping out in the East, right? It's a, it's a kind of a clusterfuck, if you will, right now, the, you know, between the two and the six seed. It's a little tight, a little tight. Some of these, <laughs> some of these teams are not 100% right now. And the teams that were the favorites at the beginning of the season, i.e. the Brooklyn Nets, you don't know how they're gonna how the, how things are gonna shape out for them. And even and even a team like the 76ers, who don't have the best track record in the playoffs, especially when it comes to James Harden. Right? So like the Celtics need to take advantage of the way things like, you know, bounce for them. Again, the way they're playing defense. Like we remember the bubble, right? They were, if I'm not mistaken, two seasons ago, they were a top five defensive team and top five offensive team. This team defensively this year, way better than that team. Way better than that team. So Oh yeah. This team this team is like historically good. That's the thing. That's it's like they're they're historically good. And the I think you're right on that, uh, Joel, because the whole thing about the Eastern Conference, like during the bubble and why everyone was so pissed off that the Celtics didn't take advantage of it mm-hmm. was missed opportunities, yeah. There was openings, right? Mm-hmm. That same Heat team plus Kyle Lowry is, like, number one, right? Yeah. The Bulls are very beatable. Like, I don't think anyone really believes in the Bulls to go hey, on. Hey, 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 hey. Don't, don't, don't hate on your boy DeRozan. That yo, was the guy last week. I mean, heard I this like, guy, Joel. Yo, how, yo, how did the Lakers no, fuck that kidding. up? Bro. I'm just kidding. I'm messing around. I mean, obviously, he's having a heck of a season. But, no, I, I hear it's what you're just, saying. You, hey, this no, is, right? this like, is all like, new. This is new for them right now. It's a new team. Yeah, I, you know. And, and the Heat, the Heat probably have a little bit of a pedigree. The Bucks have a little bit of a pedigree. Yeah, yeah, those are the ones that scare me. Right? Yeah, I mean, uh, all, all, all in all, though, it's it's pretty open. It's pretty open this year. It's open, yes. That's what I'm trying to say. That's like because you know why the Nets put themselves in a position where they suck so much right now <laughs> that they're going to have to literally go through probably the top. Three. It sounds like something like they fucked this up so bad. Yo, Sorry, go yo, ahead. They're, they're legit have gone the opposite direction. The Celtics and the Nets have gone the opposite direction since right. the start of 2022. They could have... Don't even get a start on the Lakers. <laughs> but that's... No. But no, so... The Nets are just that's one like example. a Sean line. I thought, I thought Sean was going to come in and say... That. No, but the Nets are just one example, right? If you look out west, and I'm, you know, I'm not I'm not taking anything away from the Phoenix Suns. They're doing, they're doing the damn thing out there. The West is wide open, but the West is also hey, wide open. And, I'm sorry. and without without Chris Paul, <laughs> exactly. Chris Paul. So oh, then, yeah. like, if you, if, Devin, you, if you have the Chris Paul out, Devin Book is on on. Yeah, if things but, bounce the right way, and you're able to take advantage of whatever circumstances. You can see the Celtics in the finals, and it's not a stretch that they can actually, you know, compete with whoever comes out of the West as well. Listen, listen, I'm just saying, like, and I said this last week, and I'll I'll continue to say it is like, I don't think. Well, I don't from from my perspective, and I think this is from a lot of Celtics like followers' perspective. It's not that we didn't think this team was good; it's that they were underachieving. That was the problem. Like we all look at Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and the pieces around them, and the way uh, you know Brad Stevens built this team, and the addition of Derek White, and like the addition of Daniel Tice to like front court depth. Like this, well, he had a good game too. This team should be really hard to get out in, in, in a seven-game series. But the problem is that they've sort of historically, ever since that, was that was that 2018 run? Was that 2019? You're talking about, uh, 2019. Tatum, talking about Tatum's rookie year? Tatum's rookie year. Yeah, 2017-2018, yeah. So a 20, that 2018 run, ever since then, they've historically underachieved. Maybe outside the bubble, but they still they, they underachieved in the bubble because they should have beat they should have beat the they should have beat the Heat yeah the heat. Beat you know heat. what I mean so like can we uh no, sorry go ahead you're looking at a team that has has just been underachieving not living up to the to the to the hype and so much so that the hype literally went away and everyone was just like you know what this team's an eighth seed whatever they suck like yeah. you know, break what? them up trade Jalen trade they can't play together that that's why those things started to come into play. Yeah. Because yeah. they're underachievers, so it's like now that they're playing to the to their potential, you have to give credit to Ime. You have to give credit to the leader of the team, Jason Tatum. You have to give credit to Al Horford for showing up. Marcus Smart's been showing up. Like everyone is doing what they're supposed to do. Say and Jalen Brown, man. Say it. Say it. Jalen Brown. Thank you. Gets injured in the worst 
possible. Oh my God. The injury pro? No. I was, I was probably the only one that during that Jalen Brown injury said, you got to be fucking kidding me, Jalen. Are you serious? I blame, It's his fault. It's fucking his fault. So Jalen Brown suffered a, 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 a sprained right ankle. They're not calling this thing long term, or at least Emei. Emei Doka isn't calling I mean, this thing long term. But uh, of course he's not. Of course he's not available for the uh, the Nets game. Uh, and also, I watched that Neesmith replay. I think he broke his fucking leg, dude. That was pretty bad. Yeah. No, his leg. I mean, Emei said that it, it, it like it, it it swelled up big time, like yeah. afterwards when they were you know giving updates. But that and looked like, that looked that looked awful. Yeah, I think Jalen will be back. I mean, I, I don't know. I get mad at him a little bit. Like, okay. I mean, I look, look, look. In the past, maybe they might have rushed him to come back. So I don't think the way the team is playing right now, and he may, and you know, and his rotations, it's short term. It's not a bad thing. You know, if it turns into a long term thing, you know, where where it's like, oh no, he'll be back. He'll be back. You know, and let it's me. Like, it's yeah, like, but it's like a rush right now. You know, there's no rush. That's right what I'm saying. No, but if it turns into like where you me, keep asking about uh, Brown and they keep saying, oh, you know, day to day, day to day, and then he like doesn't come back after like ten games, we're gonna be like, what the fuck? You know, what's going on? You know, but if it's short term like it is, like they're saying it is, then there's no rush. Let me ask you one thing that I think I don't know if it's been talked about too much, but I'm just sort of been thinking about it. Just crazy back to back sprinting. Yeah. And these Smiths look looked a lot worse. No, even Trey so, Young, even Trey Young fucked the shit up too. Yeah, but the way the way that Ime really like, everywhere. <laughs> shattered. The way yeah. that Ime really like conquered February was sort of treating it like the playoffs. Like we were playing an eight man rotation. He's been doing that all year though, technically. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, it's like a freaking new generation. Yeah, black pop, black pop. Yeah, dude. Like ain't got yeah. no time for no. I feel like I just feel like like in February in February like after the after the and January and February was like okay like the only people coming off the bench that are playing is Grant Williams, um, Derek White. I would see Derek White who's in the, been who's been solid by the way, Grant it, Williams man. Um, just imagine if Jay Jay Rich was still on the squad and then <sighs> and and Daniel Tice like that's it like you're you're playing with a an eight like. An eight to nine man rotation. Maybe Payton then from time to time. Tice, maybe. No, no, Payton. No, no, Pritchard. That's what no. I said. Oh, okay. And then two to make it eight slash nine, but like Payton Tice. That's what I said. He's been very, he's been very aggressive, and uh, you know, with minutes, I, I'm okay with it because I think it's the NBA. They should be able to play the minutes, but but it's crazy though. It's crazy you bring that up. You, you know why? Because for those that say, oh, the last time they played the Heat, for example, oh, they played the the shorthanded Heat. Well, early in the season, we saw a glimpse of this defense against yeah. the Bucks a few times and against the Heat. The Heat were at full strength, and they and the Heat couldn't score no more than seventy five points. So you talk about now when the defense is actually they're they're putting it together now. I want to see them play against teams like that now, and to have to have the naysayers say, "Oh shit, you know maybe maybe I was talking shit. And I didn't realize that this team was actually better defensively than 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 what we've been seeing early in the season." And let me let me say one thing about pop teams. No, you can't, bro. No. One thing about pop teams, you know they're always going to go on a run. And you know it's going to be like the Belichick coach teams where <laughs> where where the where you know you know Belichick Belichick what what is the when is the pay, when are the Patriots the best? When people don't expect them? November and December. Oh, oh, oh yeah. After, after, thanks, after Thanksgiving. <laughs> September and October, you're like, whoa, we're like we're, we're like we're like Three and three and four. I don't know if we're going to be able yeah. to make. And then everyone's. And then it's all, like November and December. They, 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 they yeah. Then they rip off seven, eight in a row. I get you. Yeah. So like, I think Pop's been doing the same thing with the Spurs for a while. And you know, I always thought like the, the whole thing about the Celtics like being really good in February. It's like that's when good teams normally aren't that great because they take it off. You know, they they mm. like. That's when the doldrums of of the NBA season is, and I thought it was weird. And that's I also thought it was weird that everyone freaked out about that Pistons game because I was like, good teams lose before the All Star break. That's what they do. Yeah, like, teams always lose before the All Star break, man. So, I don't yeah, know. but I feel like though with the winning streak, it was like I ah, you just you just take that, you know. And they responded on the other end, you know. So that was good. Yeah, no, I, what, that was what most most people expected. Yeah, I just think it's great that. They responded to Ime, and 
it's happening when the best I, time. <laughs> yeah, I think I think yeah. of, in, the, in, in the league in general, there's a lot of shakeup in February. People take it off in February, and then if you can get something going in February, that normally translates to March and April, and then you know you're on a good spot. No, you're right because the for the like the simple fact that this just a month of February alone turned this this thing around, right? And now you got you hear the you hear the uh, the talking heads throwing the Celtics in that conversation. Are they contenders? Don't sleep on the Celtics. And it's like you know, all, all of a sudden there's there's a tension in in a, in a good way, right? Not 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 in a negative way. And at the same time, they're feeling themselves a little bit, but not like in a in a, in a conceited way. They're just like, yo, we're having fun. It's all positive in the locker room, and you can see it when they when they come out and and, and play. So before we uh, get into Sean's segment and look ahead to the schedule let me ask y'all something you guys think uh let's face it email you got a little heat you know there was some Celtics fans some noise saying like oh maybe this isn't the right guy maybe he isn't the one that should be leading this group you know they're not really gonna they're gonna stop listening to him Dutra. <laughs> do, do, do either one of you think that he at this point or maybe like a week ago or maybe after the uh the the, the grizzlies win that he just went home to his girl to to, to me along was just like I told y'all motherfuckers I can do this you know what I mean or like he just kind of flexed and be like you know like I don't know Sometimes I feel like he kind of has that in him like, he, yes he's you got did the baby face. <laughs> he's got the straight face with the media and everything and he's like you know and what you he, he plays the part it's perfect that's what you want to be but like yeah. you know behind closed doors he's just like you know, doing the doing the Jordan fist pump and like, like, like yes, let's go. Like did it, let's did go. He? I knew Tatum was tall. Yeah. I knew I'd get to him. I knew I'd get to Jalen. Like, I knew Marcus would be doing this. Like I, I told y'all. I told y'all. Like they didn't they didn't see my vision, sweetie. They didn't see it. No, I know, baby. Right. I know. Don't worry. We, you're doing your thing now. Yeah, I got it. I got this. I know it. You know, he's on. I saw him on ESPN too, and he's like, you know, he's got a little smirk on, and he's like, all right, cool. It's like enjoy it, but at the same time, you know, let's keep our feet on the ground, right? When it comes to. <laughs> Uh, no, no. All right, all right, all right. I right, Joel Ducha. Jeez. <laughs> what do you mean? I will, I will say this. I was the basking it. I mean, don't go crazy. No, I'm saying yeah. basking it. I'm saying go, yeah, go crazy. Don't go crazy, <laughs> but like enjoy enjoy the moment. But at the same time, look at the bigger picture, which is what every right. time I see, I hear Jason Tatum get interviewed, that's what it is. It's like, yeah, yeah, the, the winning streak was great, but like, you know, <laughs> we're, we're trying to, we're trying to like climb up the standings and get a good playoff season. Great. That's I, awesome. So, I was very hard on Ime to start the season, and I can't say anything now. Like I can't, I can't. I, I, I didn't hate the hiring. I liked the hiring, but his first, what, even like before it, training camp, like to 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 the new year. So that was like five months of just like what he was doing wasn't working like everything that he was doing but it didn't change nah man they had to change right they had to he had to freaking slice out those bad habits man like people didn't realize how long it was yeah which which is what i was trying to get to is like it just wasn't having immediate results it was just like something that we had to wait for you know i don't think that when we we hired him there was any type of like mindset of like, oh, we're gonna have to wait a little bit for his impact to be felt. I think the whole thing that was sold to us was, oh, he's gonna make an immediate impact on the team, and that was a little bit unfair for him. Well, well I don't know. I don't know yeah. if that was that was like on him or 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 even Brad Stevens. I I felt like because so many fans last season were like, get rid of Stevens, like he's the problem. Like they they tuned him out, and then the new coach comes in and it's like, yep. He's from the school of Popovich. It's, it's going to be, you know, winning like immediately. And, yeah. And people were yeah. people were pissed. I mean, I'm also a Brad guy. So I'm a Brad Stevens coaching guy. I thought well, all three of us are. We, 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 we've established this. Right. So, you know, to, to replace the top five coach in the league, like I'm expecting you to come in with no like hiccups, you know, but there were some hiccups. But I'm a rookie coach, man. Please, come on. I'm very very happy to see that what we went through in the fall, in the winter, and in 2021 was sort of just like going somewhere. Because I think a lot of the a lot of the the planting of the seeds. Yep, a lot of the time with coaches, like they they suck, and then they're like, "We're gonna get there," and then it never turns into anything. 
And this is one of those rare times where, like, the Celtics sucked to start the season. And they didn't listen to their coach. And they didn't listen to anybody. And then all of a sudden. You saw glimpses, though. You saw glimpses, though. There you was, did. You yeah. did. You know what? You did see glimpses because there were games, like, against the Bucks to start the season, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, this team can do something. And, and they heard them. But. Like the Heat, you know, they blew out the Suns. Yeah. It was a, it was a good yeah. a couple of blowouts there that you were just no. like, okay. I hear you. But, you know, the fact that. The Celtics sucked, and they were in the what the tenth spot <laughs> going into the the seat the to to the uh, Ime's first couple months of coaching was not where he wanted to be. And but hey, I've shat on him, and <laughs> there's an episode where I think you can look back on where I pointed out you called him Sudoku. I did. I called him Sudoku when he got hired, and I pointed out his four flaws. But you know what? I'm an Ime guy now. Not even I, close. Not even I, close. This episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast is powered by BetOnline.ag. Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. And even right to the Olympic coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest, easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right. Sean, and with that, we throw it right back to you with your, with your uh, segment. Look ahead. Hey, looking ahead. We're looking ahead. Everybody's looking ahead. Looking ahead. Hey, looking ahead. Everybody's looking ahead. Ba 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 ba. Let's spin. And have a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Look, what a game you, sound like, uh, you sound like, uh, what's the dude name on, on TNT? Uh, uh, Tony uh, and the Martinis. Tony and the Martinis, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you sound like. <laughs> yeah, what, if, what if I told you that Tony from Tony and the Martinis was actually the guy from the Foxwoods commercials back then. Yo, I'd believe it. He wrote the jingle. And I, was talking, yeah. I, I, would, I would believe that. It sounds right up, right up his alley. Let's drink and have a ball. Yeah, let's yeah, forget. Meet me at Foxwoods. Yeah. I don't know why this always sticks, stays with me, but I'll never forget when, when those dudes were on TNT and I was just like on Twitter just like watching this, you know, Inside the NBA, whatever, just scrolling and freaking. <laughs> Sam Packers goes, you know, Tony and the Martinis got to be the saddest looking group of dudes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. Bro. And from that point forward, I watched them with that lens, and they just looked terrible. Like the way they were interacting with like with Ernie and shit. And he was just trying to be all like, I don't know. It was just no, like Ernie's like having a good time. Yeah. Ernie's having a good ass like, time. Yeah, you guys are awesome, like, yeah. He's like, yeah. And Chuck yeah, is like, yo, yo why do we keep bringing these dudes back here? Yeah. <laughs> Kenny's looking over, just like, yo, why is this cover band? Oh, like, why are they here still? Like, what the? Like, they're doing the whole show? They're going to do the whole fucking show right now? Whose cousin is Tony and who yeah, right. the fuck are the Montanis, right? Because I'm putting a shit on them on the air right now. Like, commercial break. Having a break. It's like, hit it, Tony. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> they made Charles. They made Charles sing. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Frank. Yeah, you get to get some Frank. <laughs> yeah, fucking uh, my way. I didn't know the words. Way. That's his favorite. Yeah, <laughs> now I'll pay my dues. Now, <laughs> that's how Tony. No, that's how Tony gets gets back at Chuck. Chuck talking shit. All right, yo, yo, sing, sing, yeah. sing Frank right now. See, see if you see if you remember the words. Oh, that was great when they did that. That was yeah. good. And those guys, those guys are nice, man. I just thought the stamp package made me laugh. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, hey, hey by the way, I, like, I didn't realize. I, I knew something was off with them, but then now that you mentioned it, yeah, they look kind of ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> look kind of ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's oversized suits for me, bro. You know? Yeah, 
<laughs> and just be like the hey come on man like, is, this, is this a scripted like the first, yeah like the first few times I, re- I remember when they would just come on i i just think to myself like is this like exaggerated is this supposed to be like you know like a parody <laughs> would you text me just like yo these dudes again huh? i'm like yo is, is this a is this a parody of an actual like you know cover band or i don't know that's sweet <laughs> all right okay all right are we looking at yes we look at it Oh, we look at that, and guess what? Brooklyn. We got Brooklyn. Brooklyn. But that is a that is not the headline. The headline is Kevin Garnett is getting his number Cinco retired. Yeah, in like a week, bro. Jesus. <laughs> Take it easy. Against the Mavericks <laughs> on the 13th, bro. Jesus. Mary mm. and Joseph. Yeah, you're right. Yo, what is with you? Last week you want to preview seven games, and now you want to just skip. You want to skip through the schedule now. That's what we're doing. What do you think this is, bro? Don't 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 did it was missing was him. Hey, we got the Mavericks coming. I'm like, no, we you don't. know what Israel? You know what Israel? This dude Sean's taking this thing so damn seriously that he just looks ahead to whatever part of the fucking schedule. <laughs> I would really doesn't even care about keeping it in line, man. Unbelievable. You know, you know, sometimes. No, no, no. You know what? You know what? Why don't we just do uh, like these do back in the day? Uh, if the playoffs started today, uh, how about oh, that? Yeah, so, why don't we, why don't we preview uh, the matchup if it started today? Oh, NBA on NBC, bro. If the playoffs started today. Um, why don't we do that, bro? No. Why don't we do that? Um, Come on. Um, who, who we got? Who's the other player? It's Celtics. It's Celtics, Nets, Celtics, Hornets, Celtics, Pistons, and Kevin Garnett's getting his number retired, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, That's all I'm saying. No. There's not only three games until KG's retirement. You're lying. You are a liar. Thank you. They're a little bit off there because there's only three games since his retirement. Four games? All right. We got the Nets coming in. So four games. At least four games. First, first game is Nets coming into Boston. Ken. Motherfucking matinee. Well, it's a matinee. And can the Nets field a team that is competitive? Well... Yeah, KD so. is back. And, oh, but but you what about the bombshell that was dropped about you know forty eight hours ago or so? Joe Harris out for the oh yeah season. out for the season yeah that hurts yeah come on no nah, no nah, but they got they got that they got, hurts them man. they got Dragic don't worry man. He, he he'll fit right in. I thought you were gonna say Simmons joke. I'm like oh that's not funny stop it <laughs> I'm not Simmons, he's not shooting come on come on guys come on guys <laughs> that guy doesn't shoot Simmons stop is it. not Simmons ain't playing the rest of, he ain't playing this season or in the playoffs let's just be real that's a whole nother conversation but anyways <laughs> um Durant though he should be there right yeah Kyrie Kyrie I mean not playing in Brooklyn <laughs> no no Jalen Brown sort of a uh, actually no it's not even that at all but <laughs> anyways. Um, how do you guys feel about this matchup? I mean, after what we saw against Memphis, I mean, these are two different beasts, right? These are two look different top tier, top tier stars that, that, that they're about to go against. Look at here, look at here. All right, if the Celtics don't come out the way they've been playing this last fifteen games, especially because this is the first time Kyrie's coming back to Boston since the playoffs, since he stomped on fucking Lucky's face, since the water bottle got thrown on him, there's not like bulletin material, bulletin board material here. That Emei could use because Emei is apparently he's used stuff like that, in, you know, early in the season. Then I don't know who knows what the, what the fuck's gonna happen. Like the dapping up or the and the mental mental warfare that KD has sometimes over 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 Tatum. Like I hope there's none of that shit. I hope they I hope they legit stomp on these dudes the way they've stomped on them the last couple times. Even though those other guys haven't been there, like the same way. Can they slow them down though the way they did with Ja? I mean. They didn't completely stop him, obviously. If someone scores damn near 40 points, that, that's not stopping somebody. But, I mean, can you do that against someone like Durant? No. Like, like, can't. He's one of the greatest scorers of all time. Like, this is a different beast, you know? I don't know. Uh, you, you, you don't, you don't, I, I don't think you can, like, you know, with a wing player that's 6'10 and can play like a guard, you can't slow him down. Like, you just can't. Like, you just have to, like, basically... You can make it difficult for him. You can make it difficult. And maybe, maybe you know, maybe you can, like, be a little bit of a speed bump. But I think, like, when, when Kevin Durant's on, like, Kevin Durant's on, it doesn't matter what the hell's going on. Yeah. And, like, in, in most cases, like, with John Morant, like, yeah, if, if you don't have the right game plan and you don't have Marcus Smart and you don't have Derek White backing up Marcus Smart, 
then yeah, I got you. But yeah, but you you knew the identity of the Grizzlies when they came in. What is right. the identity of the Nets? I know right. KD has been out for twenty some odd games. He had a he had a great you know uh, game where he, in his return. But it's the rest of the Nets. It's the chemistry that we don't know or remains to be seen. A couple of new pieces here and there. I think I think if the Celtics just got to come out aggressive and not and not let up. Yeah. No. I think I think like to beat the Nets, even with Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and uh, Ben Simmons. Even though Ben Simmons is not playing in this game, most likely, the Celtics focus on defense. And just playing team defense is what will win those games because you can't you, like we. I, I don't think you can stop Durant. Just like all those years, we would sit there, we'd be like, we can, we can put semi Ozelay on on LeBron. We'll be fine. He's a semi. He's a LeBron stopper. There's it was no, Giannis. It was Giannis, but valid point. Okay, but who was the, the Jay Crowder on LeBron? There you go. First on LeBron, right? And then Simmons, hey, hey, he did a pretty good job, right? On Giannis. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> you could do a lot worse than Jay Crowd. Oh, 1,000. Trust me. You don't have to sound me uncrowded up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> would you, would you have his slides or something? Would you forget who you were talking to there? Yeah. But I'm, but what I'm trying to say is when you have... So would you get on the big screen with uh, his jersey on or something? What I'm trying to say is when you have the best player in the NBA, you can't slow him down. Made a substance commercial and whatnot. But... You can Dude. slow the team. You can slow the team down because you know he's not putting up 100 points himself. He needs to, you know, you can't turn the ball over. You have to play good team defense, and then you need to get, um, you need to be very advantageous off off turnovers and stuff like that. Like that's a simple like recipe for basketball. Like you just got to play good. Right, basketball. but I guess I guess what I'm trying to get at is like you you have to. Like, how do you counter that? You know, because obviously you don't have Jalen. Like, that's a huge hole. Like, it's easy to look overlook, I should say, um, what what the other guys did out there. I mean, I know we talked about Marcus. I know we talked about Derek White, but shit, Al Horford had a heck of a game. You know, can you count on like some sort of production? I'm not saying you need all those guys I just mentioned to duplicate what they did, but there's got to be some sort of recipe here. You know, Peyton Pritchard. I mean, I, I know guys are showing flashes here, Grant Williams, but. Is that enough to counter two guys that honestly are not only trying to, you know, make a statement here by being you on your own floor, but they're trying to survive right now. I mean, the Nets are in a really tough spot. And like Sean talked about last week, it doesn't get easier. That schedule is easily, in my opinion, probably the most difficult schedule out of the teams that are trying to, you know, squeeze in there. Like it doesn't get easy for the for, for the Nets here. The Nets are in the in the in the kind of a similar spot as the Lakers. I think they're they're like, if we just get to the, the even if it's the playing, you know, healthy then you know, we have a shot, you know, to get it to get into the actual like postseason itself. I think that's where they're at right now. They're trying to like kind of re- re- regroup and 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 hope that you know Simmons comes back, but they, they you know they're scrapping for wins right now. Yeah, I mean, um you're going to get a scrappy Brooklyn team, but I just don't I honestly don't feel like the that Brooklyn team like Patty Mills has been playing like dog shit. Um <laughs> No, come who's, on, man. Who's the rookie? Into the tough spot. No, no. <laughs> He's like this fucking guy doesn't want to get back. Like, geez, I gotta. Uh. No, there's, there's no, there's no like team. Like, this isn't what I signed up for. Like, what the fuck? Like, okay, let's 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 off the bench. Not what I signed up for at all, mate. <laughs> yeah, right. right let me James Harden is going. What are you talking about? Like, what? Yeah, let me put it. This I way. have to score now. What happened? And he's like, <laughs> and he's like "You brought what in the ben fuck <laughs> You know, you know, I'm on the national team, and Ben Simmons isn't on. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no one asked me, in my opinion, about Ben Simmons. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So, like, there's I just, a reason why we didn't call this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why I call him the fake Aussie. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's in, he's this in, is he's not in. what I signed up for. Like, what is going on? Damn like, it, I no, should have gone to email. Yeah, yeah. yeah ben, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he may texted him. Told you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be getting paid preacher minutes right now if you wasn't. Damn it, email. If I had things, if I had things my way, <laughs> you'd be getting paid preacher minutes right now. Yeah, in green. <laughs> you see what I just did with Derek? You know, it could have been you. <laughs> <laughs> Just save, just save. 
Well, what, See you in the playoffs, what, bitch. No. What I truly <laughs> if you get there. What I truly feel about the Nets is that the way this team is put together is they do not have a team. They have they they could have a team even without Joe Harris if they played together, but they haven't played together, and we've seen time and time again. Superstar teams coming together take a little bit to gel. This is not going to be any different this year with, but normally it happens at the beginning of the year. And if you go, you know, six and seven at the beginning of the year, it's okay. But if you go six and seven, oh, no shit, Sean. <laughs> when you're the ninth seed, you're fucked. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. they're, they're sort of screwed because as good as Kevin Durant is, we saw him the other night. How was he able to do against the? Uh, what was it? The Heat that, it, that they lost to? That's... <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't the Heat. Yeah, they lost. They beat the Bucks without. They beat the Bucks with Kyrie on the night we were at the bar, and then they. Yeah, Kyrie came back because he had, he had on the road and had an embrace with his dad, and um, yeah, yeah. Saturday night, last Saturday, uh, Saturday night showcase. That was when we were out. Which we should have told one of those freaking. Freaking bartenders to change one of the TVs, man. They had all college basketball, and that was a good game, man. We should have watched. Hey, college basketball was on. We're literally, yeah, but man, we were literally like watching on our phones, like we're not like at at a bar, you know? (laughs) They lost two to the Raptors, and then they lost to the Heat, one thirteen, one seven, in Katie's first game back. So this is his second game back, and you know what? All right, I don't even want you to say what you want to say. All right, let's go. Let's, let's, let's go. To, <laughs> what you about to say? You know what I was about to say. Whenever you say something like that, you're gonna say something ridiculous. Just to say. I was just gonna say fuck Kyrie. No, you weren't. You were not gonna say that. All right, what's the guy? <laughs> <laughs> I probably would. All right, no, no, that's it. That's it. That's it. We, we just spent seventy five minutes on that. That's so cool. Yeah, we good. And then the Celtics. Who's next? Let us play the Hornets and then the Pistons this week until the KG retirement jersey on the 13th against the Mavericks. But we'll probably have, a, have an episode before then. I think we will. I mean, shit. You know, I'm surprised you glossed over the fact that the, uh, the Suns are playing the Hornets and playing IT. Well, you know. IT is back. I can bone to IT pick. is back. I can bone to pick. Because Nick Stauskas, are you fucking kidding me? Nick Stauskas. This guy couldn't. couldn't Nick Stauskas was uh, the third best player on a national championship team, which I understand. Yo, and then, he called after he saw Neesmith go down, bro. What do you What do you expect? No, I'm just you know what? <laughs> you know what, though? You know what? What a though? weird time for that sign breaking. Though. I know, right? It's like final buzzer, and it's just like, oh, by the way, someone just signed Nick Stauskas. Like, wait, what? No, you know what happened, bro? <laughs> Nick Nick was at freaking Buffalo Wild Wings shooting the shit with his boys, and it's like, yo. These dudes called me the other day. You know what? I'm going to tell this Neesmith's out, bro. I'm in. Let's do it. That's what happened. Call, call his agent. Funny about Neesmith. Uh, his, uh, no, his agent who was watching the game was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I called him up real quick. He was like, yo, there's minutes for you now, bro. Yeah, yo. <laughs> do you want me to push this through? <laughs> I can't stand the signing. The Celtics could do worse, bro. They could do worse. No, they yeah. can't do worse. They could do worse. They could do worse. They could do worse. No, you can't. What's wrong with Nick? I would much rather have uh, Mo Wagner on this team. Come on, man. He just scored 100 points this past week in two games. Like, come on. You know who else scored? Uh, uh, you know who scored 87 points in two games? Isaiah Thomas on the same fucking team. So that Maybe. means that means they're coming from good teams. Listen, Nick. That's a good offensive system. <laughs> Shit. There was no, there was no drop-off when, when, when Isaiah got signed. <laughs> Great offense, great offense. <laughs> and I'm I'm pissed at Brad. I, I've never been. Yo, yo, you know they have two guys on ten day contracts that that that's going to expire at some point, right? And they're going to have yeah. two open spots. You know, you yeah. know what? They need know, some bodies. Yeah. You know, really cool is like if we if we um we did sign Isaiah Thomas to a, t- a ten day contract, but we signed Nick Stauskas, the guy that got cut by the Kings, the Sacramento Kings. Because he was, they had a, hey, 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 they had a crowded backcourt, right? No, they goddamn Yo, did. But, the, but maybe now they don't, but they did. The Celtics, the Celtics, essentially were like, "Yo, we could use a a, a shooter on the wing." Like, I don't see, I don't see what's what's wrong with designing. Yeah, well, no, I, don't, I don't see what your deal is. Bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
As uh, if as if the Celtics just have like they're just equipped with shooters or something. Yeah, yeah. like you know, Brown's out. Um, no, hold on, hold on. You know, the, on. the best shooter in the 2020 <laughs> draft is out. <laughs> if you brought yeah, in, right. I'm sorry, I couldn't keep a straight face when I said that. If you brought in if you brought in a guy too from soon, like too. France that was like a knockdown shooter that we've been like recruiting the entire time, I would understand. But the fact you're bringing Nick Stauskas, you know, um Well they can just they, cut him anytime they want to, you know that, right? Wait, Hold on, there are 29 other teams. I love how this is part of Sean's look ahead. There are 29 other teams that could use a good shooter. And all 29 of them did not try to sign Nick Stauskas to a two-year deal because they know he's bro, fucked Bro, bro, two-year deal just yeah, means the rest of this you, season and next season is probably not a guaranteed year. Yeah, I guarantee you that throughout this week he's going to have a game where he just scores like nine points. And we're in the next episode, John's like, "I fucking love Stauskas." I, I will put yeah. money. I will put money sway right now that Nick Stauskas will not score nine points this entire season. <laughs> like combined, combined. What? How what? much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? Because you know, in the last game, he's probably going to start. No, stop lying. You're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> pick him up. Bracket. You're gonna pick him up in your fantasy next week. Don't lie, bro. I'll put I'll put five hundred dollars on it right now. That he'll, what, nine points total this nine season? Nine points total. Between now and the end of the season? Yeah. Playoffs too? End of the regular season because okay. he's not going to fucking sniff the playoffs. That's a dumb thing. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not throwing the playoffs in there. No, no. Take that off the table. No. Because he may get it <laughs> like, putting it you know, up by 57 points. Right. Well, the only reason why it might not happen is because it's what Payne is doing right now. But hey. if, this team, if this team continues to do what it's doing, Oh, there's, 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 there's a handful of blowout wins in its future. And that's when you're going to get in there and easily get those nine points. No, nine points. It will never happen. I mean, if you're if you're talking about players that will... Watch him drop nine points in the first quarter against the Nets. <laughs> yeah, too much. He goes nine points. That will never happen. <laughs> Fuck! Sure. He's going to be the first dude off the bench. <laughs> you heard it here first. $500. No, not the first dude, but, you know. All right, so are they going undefeated? Right, I'm, or we... I'm about to get 500. All right, we in on that? All right, nine points. We're going to keep the Stauskas watch. Stauskas watch. <laughs> nine points. going to be over Stauskas next week. Stauskas watch 2022. All right. <laughs> Pamper just going to get hurt. That might, be, that, might, that might have been one of the, the, <laughs> the, more, the more weirder segments for this guy. Yeah, it's a little over the place. Addition. 3 and 0, baby. Strong focus on the Nets matchup. And Stauskas, apparently. Nets, Hornets, Pistons. What we got? You said playing the Pistons again? Nets? God damn! Um, yeah, and the Friday Nets. Again. I yeah. feel like Friday night. All right, yeah, I'm gonna go three and zero. Fuck it. Hmm. A winning streak, huh? You gotta see a little winning streak in the future. Yeah, three or more means mm. win streak. Still undefeated mm. in a bunch of March. Don't be a fucking pussy, Sway. <laughs> Two and one, bro. <laughs> ah. Is the, Pistons, is the Pistons the loss? Tell me the Pistons is the loss. No, the Pistons are not the loss, man. So you think they're going to the beat? You're going to lose? Nah, man. Come on. They're going to lose the Madden A, bro. Nah. The curse of the Madden A is going to strike again. Bro. Nah, you know, they won, they won this the, one last week. This one, this one might go into overtime. So, uh, it's going to be a nail-biter. So, uh, you know how much of... Uh, anyways. So, well, the one time that we ever sat here on a podcast... Oh, all three of us, yeah, we got it right. And talked about four and zero. Oh, yeah, it happened. It happened. Oh, See, we felt. I felt it in my bones. Yeah, that, yeah, that was felt it in my bones. That was quite. That was something special. I got to admit. So and excited. We set them on this path. Yeah, we did. Yeah. No? good times. This day in Causeway Street history. We are back. Back. <laughs> okay. Uh, wait. I want to. I want to bring up one thing. I want to bring up one thing. Uh, yeah, just look ahead, man. Right, I mean, cool. I mean <laughs> no, I mean, what you got? You're looking ahead. What you got? No, I was just gonna say fuck Tony Maserati. I wanted to bring it up here, but you know, I don't know. Oh yeah, right now to talk about this motherfucker, you know. But okay, here's the thing about Tony Maserati. <laughs> I got a problem with this. Thing. Good. Like, okay, Felger Maz staple in Boston. Everyone fucking listens to him, right? You just do. You just end up listening to him. You just fucking do it, right? The fact that this guy has been shitting on Grant Williams. All year, while he's had a legitimate most improved player season, 
legitimately all year. And he waits until March to say, oh, I was wrong about Grant Williams. This motherfucker and Felger and Mass and all those motherfuckers don't even understand. They have, like, a say in how things go because they manipulate fan opinions. Nah, but they don't have a say in one thing. They do, Joel. Nah, nah. Freaking do. Yes, they do. Say say they don't, but they do. Because I don't know why you keep continuing to listen to them if you know that when it comes to, especially basketball, they don't know what goddamn thing over there. No, they don't know what goddamn thing because the other day, Maz, the same same moron was saying that LaMelo Ball is is a better franchise starter than Jason Tatum. Well, well there you go. See, <laughs> see when, when they say stuff like that, it's like, okay, all right. I see what you're doing here. You yeah, know? It's like you're just, just trying, you're trying to rise out of people. I'll, and I'll, and, I'll, I'll and put it. it's, it's, it's purely off of... Uh, Ball's popularity. It's not off of the skill set. It's not off of like yeah. the, the things that really matter. You know, like that's the thing. But I'll put it this way: the reason why I'm pissed about this thing is they have run players out of town. <laughs> I've <have laughs> done it. Yeah, no. I swear they have. No, no radio nah, station. Celtics, no radio station has that power to do that for the Celtics. Let me tell you that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I think you are underestimating the fact that. Just because, are- just because people enjoy the entertainment factor of it, it's not that hard to figure out. They create a narrative, and it's like, all right, let's 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 what's going to create controversy today? What's going to get the phone calls? And what's going to get the, the 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 clicks or whatever? Uh, let's say that uh, Jalen Brown should be traded for Anthony Davis. Go, boom. That's just 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 the way it is, bro. You just shit on Grant Williams all year, and then all of a sudden you just go on Twitter and go, "Yeah, I was wrong. Sorry about that, guys." Like, fuck you. Like they, you know, like seriously, fuck you. Like I, I can't. What's he supposed to do? You want to quit his job? Like what are you supposed to do? No, I don't think he should make knee jerk reactions about a bench player for no fucking reason. That's what I'm. So what you want? Do you want a freaking letter? You want like a sincere apology? No, I think I'm sorry for Grant. Will you come on our show? We'll apologize. No, no, no. You know how many people we'd have to call on this freaking show if that was the case for you, man? Like you're missing what I'm saying. Jeez. Jalen Brown, one of them. Jason Tatum, because you wanted Markel Fultz. We don't. We don't have to call. We don't have to call nobody because we watch every single game and we watch them all. And we, we 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 form our opinions that way. From a guy who who definitely doesn't watch any basketball and then has the platform to talk about basketball, decides to shits on a player after one game, maybe one bad game, and then decides that like, oh, he sucks. And then that's the thing. That's what everyone comes on to. It's like yeah, they, but you, you know a lot of these guys. Though, they, the, the Celtics are one of those teams. That's like they're like third on the list of like local sports teams that they're really following. So I mean, this is you know what it is. Though? You know what it is, and that's this is why he's apologizing. This is the time of the year when they finally start watching the Celtics. The Patriots are done. The the Red Sox are not even you know what's going on MLB right now. Like it's gonna be a season. And 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 now it's like oh, okay, oh now you guys are watching because you're really watching now. Yeah. This is my point: is the fact that all year. They sh- they just like dismiss people, and they say they suck, and they they just have uninformed opinions, and they just come out and it's I don't know it is oh, it pisses me off that the fact that oh yeah I was wrong about Grant Williams well like your opinion about Grant Williams the entire time you've been saying he sucks could have got that guy you know cut traded whatever and now you just be like oh I'm sorry I was wrong it's like idiot like just stop making stupid opinions I don't know. All right, I guess it's about that time. Let's take our trip around the NBA with Joel's in case you missed it. 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 Nah, I didn't want to do it anymore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right? Jeez. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But that shit pissed me off because there's been right. plenty of these players that he's just, like, shipped out of town. You still <laughs> going with this, man? All right, in case you missed it, you know. The mayor of New York City came out this week, uh, Mr. Eric Adams, addressing the whole possibility of lifting the mandate and having Kyrie play home games. And it, it was a no for him in terms of uh, trying to change any, any sort of mandate that's going on right now in, uh, in, in New York. And, it's a no uh, for me, dog. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I got a quote here. <laughs> Listen, I want Kyrie on the court. I'd do anything to get that ring. We want to find a way to get Kyrie on the court. No. There's a bigger issue here. 
I can't have but, my city closed down again. They would send the wrong message just to have an exception for one player. When we're telling countless numbers of New York City employees, if you don't follow the rules, you won't be able to be employed. End quote. Yeah, I've 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 questioned the uh, the whole thing about like, hey, if you don't get vaccinated, then you can't work. And now they're like, yeah, you know what? It's okay. We're lifting that mandate. It's like, but what about all those people you fired? <laughs> no, but I'm saying, but he's saying that he's not lifting the mandate. We're talking about New York. We're in yeah. New York. We're in New York right now. Oh yeah. well, let's yeah. say hypothetically he lifts the mandate. And he's like, I'm not going to make it an exception for for you. It's just yeah, because you, it's yeah, athlete. That's always that's yeah. I get. I bet you that's always like you know the first thing on his desk when he comes in. Um, and you know, lift his mandate so Kyrie can play at home. It's like, no, I fucking said it. I'm not going to do it. So stop asking me. And next fan, bro. I know, right? On top of that, I don't even um, like the Nets. <laughs> they're in the playing tournament right now. So. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Are you going to do it now? Come on. They're a 500 team now. He's like, I'm not lifting the mandate until the Knicks are mathematically eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> At least we got one team in there, sort of. What do you <laughs> <All right>. mean? <laughs> Sorry, I have spoken. No Kyrie, all right? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> By the Biden. way, uh, Kevin, Dur- Kevin Durant online, too. <laughs> what do you want, KD? Come on. All right. Uh, speaking of mandates, here in here at the TD Garden, effective today, Saturday, they will align with the cities of with the city of Boston and lift the mask requirement per the CDC guidelines. Masks are highly recommended for those who are high risk but are no longer required, and also ending the requirement for proof of vaccination at TD Garden. So. For those yeah. that couldn't go watch the Celtics or the Bruins or a concert or any event at the at the Garden because you weren't vaccinated, you can go any game, especially now. It's a good time of the year to go catch a catch a Celtics and a Bruins game because it's a mask off. You know, but, unfortunately, the weather's not but, yeah. cooperating, but you know, it is what it is. The turn turn up that future, man. turn up that future, man. mask off, mask off, man. You know, they need to just blast that every time out. And then everyone just goes nuts on the, on the uh, big screen. Yeah. They, they do like a big demonstration, just a bunch of mats all over the floor. Like, hey, everyone, what's going on? What? Come on. This is, you know, what? what no one did a hat trick here. Or mask, why are we doing this? It's mask off day. <laughs> mask off day. All right. In case you missed it, according to ESPN, the, uh, the lawyers who are leading the, the NBA investigation into Phoenix Suns owner, Robert Sarver, are going to prepare to interview him. Regarding the accusations against the team's majority owner. Jeez, I love how they just, I mean, I'm being sarcastic, but I love they just drag this thing out. What's, what's taking so long for this? But yeah, keep going. But yeah, this has going on since, since November. Right. They just like went away for a little bit. Yeah, no, but according, according to ESPN, more than 300 people have been interviewed as part of the investigation. Pretty much over allegations of racism and misogyny and, and, and sometimes a hostile and toxic workplace during a... Sarver's so seventeen year run with the with the Phoenix Suns. So is Phoenix still saying that it's not that bad or what's going on? It's like they were siding with this dude from the very beginning. Oh no, they're still they're still behind him, but it's just now it's it's time for him to get actually interviewed after interviewing three hundred so odd people in the organization or former and current. Interesting. So what a wild year for Phoenix. Seriously. You know, you're, you're, you've been you've been number one all year long. You know, this happened and then like you lose Chris Paul, and you're just you're still winning games. It's kind of like, what, what, what is our – and per usual, it's like our future still looks a little bleak. Like, we're not quite sure what's going on. Like, yeah, since the, since the bubble. A lot me. of distractions. Yeah, since the bubble Since much. the bubble, it's just like a lot of uncertainties, but, like, good things have been happening. and then But good things are happening on the court, right, at the <laughs> yeah, same yeah, time. at the same time. It's like, well, the future Devin's looks like, bright. No, no, everyone – Devin's like, everyone just relax. We're good. I know, we're right? Good. Like, the future looks bright, but who's going to own the team? Don't worry about that. We're winning games. That's Don't all worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Just keep playing the violin. For real. And in case you missed it, <laughs> while Jalen Brown is still out for an uh, unspecified amount of time, he was actually reelected as the vice president of the NBPA executive committee. What's up? He's, he's, he's one of like seven vice presidents for, for those that are like, oh, wow, he's just like the exclusive. Yeah, guy. is that this, new, this, by the way? This like, mad I, vice I president. I swear they used, to be, they used to be like three. Now yeah. they're just really open. This is a shell now. New generation, I guess. Yeah, it's a shitload. So uh, he'll, be, he'll begin his, his three-year term immediately. Good for him, Jalen. Vice Prez. Yeah, man. You know what? Chris Paul ain't giving that fucking seat up till he dies, though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or when he retires, but all right. All right. We'll <laughs> Either way. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we no longer play. Seriously. Whichever comes first. Yeah. And uh, we got a, a pair of uh, congratulations here to. Uh, I think it's a ticket for you. To like, to like toss out here. One to uh, Tatum, obviously, because it was his birthday. You know, he turned 19 again. Good for him. But he also passed Kevin Garnett for the most points scored at the TD Garden. He's number three wow. right now on the list. And as you wow. all know, or some of you know, Kevin Garnett, about to get his number retired. Not, yeah, he is. not this weekend, but the following weekend. Yep. Epic night. Epic night. Can't wait. What a weekend's going to be, man. Paul Pierce going to be in the house. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, and the gradual and then the congratulations to the Celtics as a franchise who, with their win over the Memphis Grizzlies, they have won their thirty fifth hundredth game in history. They have the wow. most wins than any team in NBA history. Who does the Celtics? Come on, man. Hey, no question that. Who who does? He said who. Does? The Clippers. What do you mean, bro? The Celtics. The Celtics. Man. Baby. Think this is thirty five hundred wins. Come on, man. Uh, Legacy, behind man. behind them is the Lakers. They're about fifty wins below them, and then uh, the next closest one is the the seventy sixers. That like twenty nine hundreds. Yeah, it's yeah. There's yeah, yeah. Way 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 behind. <laughs> yeah. So, in a different league. All right. It's That's all about it the is. Lakers and the Celtics. Yeah. How fitting is this though? Uh, the 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 Celtics are surging. The Lakers are not. Yeah. And uh, they uh, HBO. Uh, what was it the, the the new show about the eighties Lakers? Oh, yo, starts, the Showtime Lakers starts this weekend. Yo, yeah, it starts this weekend. Yo, Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson was asked it. to comment on that. He's like, no comment. Uh, yo, yeah. basketball, the basketball gods is being funny right now. They're like, man, the Lakers, the Lakers are playing terrible. The Celtics are surging. Here you go, Lakers fans. I want you to relive the, the, the good old days. Remember, relive the good old days. Like, remember, remember when you could, when players could do coke and, and bang all the women and then just you know yeah. win championships. Well, here it is. <laughs> you're, not, you're never gonna believe this. <laughs> never gonna believe this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the dude they got for fucking for Jerry Buzz, he's just <laughs> Yo, the show looks good. I can't wait the fucking show to start. Yo, it's, that's gonna be good. Isn't that John C. Riley? Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, it sure is. <laughs> oh, right, man, it's gonna be a really good show. Love it. You, you know what else I love too? You know what else I love? Mike Epps playing Richard Pryor, man. That's gonna be Oh man, it's gonna be good. I think he's gonna nail it because he's been talking about wanting to wanting to um, play him in the biopic, wanting to you know wanting that role so badly that I think not only is he gonna crush it, but around those guys and those actors, that that comedic like element to it. Oh man, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be good stuff. So yeah, that's gonna do it for this edition of. In case you missed it, follow us on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hit up CausewayStreet.com for your Celtics rumors, news, and opinions. It's a great time to be watching the Celtics. Yeah. And it's also a great time to subscribe to the Causeway Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Causeway. Subscribe for some exclusive content. And you won't be disappointed because, yo, season two just kicked off for both the After Hours podcast and for Sway's one-on-one podcast. Yes, yes. I got a, uh, my one-on-one with Dan Grunfeld. Uh, really, really crazy story. Incredible uh, family story. Father was the GM of, the, of those Knicks teams that we used to love, Joel. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Larry Johnson and them. Oh man, uh, played you know, for the Knicks as well. The years, the years that the Celtics were never Run close to the playoffs. Huh? Yeah, right. The, the, the years were like, like you're like, okay, I, I guess I'll just not root for this team, but I'm, I hope things swing their way throughout this playoff. Yeah, because you, know? you know, who wanted yeah. Indiana Pacers to win, right? Honestly, yeah. right. <laughs> oh, the and heat. then another episode, and of course another episode of. Um, of uh, Causeway After Hours, man. I'm trying to get, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but some of the stuff that we, we, we put out there, I'm like, man, they're really, like, we're really telling some stories that we don't normally tell. Like, we don't even normally even, like, share with, with most of our friends, I feel like, but it's good, man. It's, it's really funny. I had I have a really good time listening to it. Yeah, man, so get on that. You'll love, you'll love all the shit that we talk about because it's not just sports, it's about life and it's just us hanging out and we got different uh, different stories to tell, so check it out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm devastated right now. Why? I bought tickets to the wrong game, bro. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. <sighs> I'm going on Sunday. You're trying to go to the KG game? That oh, one? that's why Is you that led you, with the KG thought? thing. Oh, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? <laughs> like, no wonder you, you know like, how, like, 
You know how amped up I would be, bro? Like, fuck, let's go. I would yeah. I would have led with that. I would have led with that shit during the fucking the, the intro. I, I, yeah, the one day just just they just got weird after that. He's like, fuck. Like it. Yo, after the Yeah, you did get weird. That's so true. Yo, after that Memphis game, KG is in town that weekend. Are you kidding me? Yo, that would have been insane. With yo, KG in the audience watching Kyrie and Durant. Oh man, he would have been barking. He would have been right next to Paul. And he was the one that was he was him and yeah, Cedric. They should have did that. Yeah, right. They should have. Him and weekend, him and Cedric were like, yeah. yo, yo, how are we gonna like let this dude, you know, get away with stomping on Lucky, and then and, and they were the only ones exactly. that were saying that. Man. Exactly, they were they were hurt. They were legit yeah. hurt. Like, yo, you guys, they're like, yo, fuck this dude. <laughs> yeah, bro, yo, if, no, yeah, like, yo, if the fucking dumbass didn't throw the don't throw the water ball at him, I think more people would have been talking about that. I'll be I'll be, I'll be there back to back Sundays yeah. then. I'll... All right, and as well, always, Black Lives Matter. Let's stop Asian hate and let's pray for peace in the Middle East. Let's pray for the people of Ukraine because uh, if you. Haven't been living under a rock, you know, some tough stuff going on right now in the world. So let's hope yeah, for, let's hope for some positivity. I'll say this: the company at our uh, town hall, we got uh, people that in Ukraine. And this girl came out from Ukraine in in the town hall, so the whole company's there, and she's telling she's in like the western part of the Ukraine, but like scared. You could just tell she's scared. She's petrified, and she's just like, "Yo, you know, I'm good, but like." The whole country isn't like it's like yeah. bad. Yeah, it's tough. It's so scary. I man. can't even imagine. I can't imagine trying to being in that that situation. Just I can't. I can't. I can't put my can't put my feet in those in those like, shoes. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. I imagine being like I don't. It's a big thing. It's 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 awful. Awful and I if you can donate to any 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 Ukraine Ukraine fund, donate. Definitely. I, Absolutely. Just, Definitely. Yeah. Good call. Absolutely, man. Good call. They're out there. So you got to praise up, man. Praise yeah. up. Yeah. As cliche as it sounds, but, you know, thoughts and prayers to everyone. I've uh, talked to a lot of um, friends of mine that have family over there in Ukraine. So it's 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 a tough situation. I can't I can't even imagine what what they're what they're going through on a daily basis. So. Right. Yeah. That's the thing, because it's like a, it's on a daily basis. Daily basis. 24, every 24 hours. The country that has built itself so much since the Soviet Union. Like, yeah, I know, man. Since they've been building themselves, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, actually, it's brutal. It's it's absolutely brutal. So, lots of prayers and money donate to to Ukraine. You gotta. And on that note, we'll see y'all next time. Later. Later.